Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. Satnam. This is Hariram reporting to you from beautiful Lake Atitlan, high above the world, Guatemala. Yes, we are more than 5,000 feet above sea level. This delightful place, a vortex, a place out of space and time. A perfect place for someone who wants to master the the art of being in the world, yet not of it. <laughs> of course, some of us eventually have to go out and, and test this hypothesis to see how we can be in the outer world. <laughs> For me, um, it, this has been actually very few and far between these trips outside of Lake Atitlan for these very reasons to be in the in the right frequency as we have created here Satkirtan and I co-created our school of Nad and now teaching out of the beautiful sound temple dome or zome if you will there's a bit of a point at the top of the roof with copper on the top as well. It's a good conductor. Uh, Ten-sided decahedron. Magnificent space. And after doing a sound bath ceremony earlier, I felt inspired to speak about self-mastery in different levels or stages of self-mastery. And especially as it applies to men, as I consider myself a man in many ways. <laughs> Not to get confused with this new radical left agenda of pronouns and all the different genders, no. <clears throat> I consider myself to be androgynous and have naturally followed this path of exploration bestowed upon me um, and mentored in various ways. For example, growing up in a family uh, where I was mentored more for spending a lot more time by the, the women of my immediate family and the extended family. Two sisters. Um, one aunt that was the closest 
aunt to, to us as we were growing up, myself and my sisters, and she had two daughters, so my two closest cousins, also women. And now that I'm nearing the end of this sixth decade, I'll be turning 60 in February, I'm happy to report that I feel like I've graduated to this new stage in a man's life we could call the sage, or as I like to refer to it as a young elder. <laughs> yes, I, I feel that the elder status has also within it certain stages, certain levels that correspond with the person's age, but not solely about age. Let's be perfectly clear. It's sad. I see it too often staying on the, on the male side of things. I meet too many men in my same age range, my same generation, who still seem lost, you know, as if they were in that younger seeker stage, say between 21, 28. And somehow then this informs me that they didn't find <laughs> what, they were, what they were looking for back then. They're still seeking some truth, some inner peace, true contentment. I believe it's possible. I believe it's our birthright. We come in innocent, so in, a, in a very raw sense, already, already knowing true contentment, fascination, lust for life, exploration, spontaneity, joy, celebrating all the colors of the emotional spectrum equally, not being attached. And that's not to say that uh, infants can't develop attachments. It, it happens, again, unfortunately. Um, and primarily, I believe, because of mentoring from the parents, siblings, Teletubbies, <laughs> all these idiotic shows and, and video games and such. It's a very troubling time. And so for this reason, I'm again happy to report that I've found my true north in terms of my career, my vocation, my what we like to call at the, at the School of Nod our, our sole purpose, our true destiny, soul destiny, if you will, soul purpose. Soul, of course, having double meaning, both applicable here, S-O-U-L, soul of spirit, very important. This is our essential focus with all of our work at the School of Nod and our plays. Is coming from the soul, reaching into the soul, helping others to have a more soulful experience. Is there a limit? I don't think so. And, yes, yeah, soul purpose can mean S-O-L-E, solo, one. It is our one purpose. 
uh, it's a perfect word, actually, because the spiritual purpose, or our most spiritual destiny, is the one purpose. And when we commit to that, it's never easy, I think, when we get to our true North soul purpose, there are always going to be uh, challenges along the way. Even just making that decision, that firm decision, is all or nothing, really. Often, it often involves um, giving up another career, perhaps divorcing from a spouse that no longer fits, the, the, whatever resonance was there before is no longer valid in a sense, no longer there. It's um, time to pass on to new adventures. And that's good. It's good for all involved, especially when we do that from love and, and with mutual respect. And I'm so happy to say this, that I now feel completely content with what I do, because I know that I'm good at what I do. And one can become a specialist, in a sense, anyway, that nobody does what you do the way you do, right? <laughs> and um, especially when we dedicate our life, you know, years of, of practice and commitment, devotion to that path, whatever it may be. In my case, it has everything to do with healing, I graduated from Shiatsu School in 1993 after studying for two intense years with a, a master from Japan whose teacher was Namakoshi, the Grand Master of Shiatsu. I've been blessed in my theater training. I, again, like once removed, my two primary teachers in theater school both studied under Sanford Meisner in New York City at the Neighborhood Playhouse School. Meisner is widely considered one of the true masters of his generation. He was a student of Stanislavski, the great Russian teacher. Yeah, not on it goes. Um, <laughs> I've been blessed with many wonderful teachers. And one thing that true masters share is that I'm good at what I do. You know it. You feel it. And there's, there's a joy in that. And part of the joy is knowing that this expertise, this wisdom, can only expand when we reach this level. It's only going to expand. Because to get to this the stage in one's life, one has to have already let go of attachment. So one, one by nature of their own passage to this stage has already had to deal with 
ego, all the subtle aspects of ego, including, yes, the spiritual ego. So as I was saying, to reach this level of self-awareness, self-mastery, is required that one has already passed through previous stages of ego, death, long dark night of the soul, etc. And are now at a level where they can truly be of service to others in this most intimate way, guiding others through their process with their soul, confronting their demons, if you will, any obstacles as a guide and mentor. Knowing, of course, that the journey is unique for everyone. So then knowing this, having subtle cart cartographic skills to, to still help the client or student mapping in their mapping out their journey into the unknown. How can we make a map of the unknown? It's <laughs> There's the conundrum. And yet there are signs, there are preparations that can be done, reflections. Awareness is the key. Self-mastery then can also be, also be defined as self-awareness. Stages of self-awareness can mark and map the path towards true self-mastery. And then, as I already mentioned, the opportunities continue to bloom, which is not to say that opportunities are not also challenges, crises even. Of course, we know that true opportunity has to have that shadow side too, is it a challenge or even crisis, confrontation, what have you. And knowing that we can rise, that one can rise to the occasion, is a great feeling. People will challenge us. They'll challenge you. And that's a given. Especially as we rise in our self-mastery, our authority. I spoke of in a previous podcast. Well, on one hand, people look up and respect those who have attained true authority. On the other hand, they can revile and even sabotage that person's success, sometimes unconsciously, out of envy, jealousy, those lower human emotions. And the confidence that comes with that self-knowing, self-mastery is, is priceless. It cannot be learned in a book. It has to be experienced. It takes time. There's no shortcut. So then from the, the point of view of prosperity and abundance, gates can open. Magnificent gates. Gates that previously may not have even been perceivable. But now it's like the emerald gates to Oz, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> What's next? That's the ongoing question. What's next? 
How does it get any better than this? And it does. We've released our negative attachments from the past, and our perspective is mainly forward. What's next? How does it get any better than this? How can I respond best to this situation, this, this current situation? And having already mentioned the path as healer slash therapist, mentor, um, of course this path requires much delving into the human psyche in ourselves and, of course, in helping others. Yet, at the same time, all professions require these same, uh, these same principles and, and understanding, because as long as we're interacting with other people, then we need to have this basic understanding of conscious communication. WGTN Guatemala Here at the School of Nod, we are pleased to announce the opening of the Sound Temple in beautiful San Marcos, La Laguna, Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. The Sound Temple is a unique geodesic dome and community space dedicated in devotion to the exploration of the universal sound current, Nod, sound healing, and sacred music. If you should decide to visit the majestic Lake Atatlan, we would love to meet you in person and cordially welcome you to attend one or more of our weekly sound baths, kirtan, meditations, tantra play shops, and more. And we are delighted to announce that we now offer sound facilitator trainings and certifications here at the Sound Temple. And soon we'll be offering the same training online for a growing global community of Nod yogis. To learn more, please go to www.schoolofnod.com or look for the School of Nod on social media and YouTube. You may also find the Sound Temple San Marcos on Facebook and Instagram at Sound Temple San Marcos. Now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala. Good listening skills. The client or student, in our view, always responds best to a teacher, a leader, who is a good listener. Mm -hmm. What happened to customer service? It's not what it used to be. If we can even get it, right? All those big corporations, they don't even, it's all automated. And if we are lucky to get a real live person, I don't think they're as often as helpful and polite as they used to be back in the day. <laughs> when it was, that was the chief lesson, right? Take care of the customer. Make, make your customer, your client, feel special, feel important. And so, Sykirtan and I have put together the level one of our sound facilitator training 
we can look at it as a, a bachelor level degree. Um, it's not a long course, it's actually a 30 hour program. Um, the core material, of course, as far as practice, that's really up to the student how much time they want to dedicate to practice and to extra assignments, etc. And what we've done is we've brought together all the what we feel are the chief components of being a successful facilitator, mentor, guide, which include topics I've already mentioned, such as deep listening, developing, honing. It's it's never ending journey of a real joy and discovery. The journey of sound and as as a listener. We see it all the time, too much today. People have forgotten how to listen, if they ever knew. <laughs> so we put a lot of emphasis on that, as well as the voice. How do we express ourselves? How can we mm, demand and I'm using the, the true meaning of the word. Remember, in, in French, en français, on dit je demande, on demande. One demands, which means to ask. Demand conjures authority. It's, it's often perceived as a, a negative word, the overarching. However, in its purest sense, demand is again coming from authority clarity within self-mastery. A true master is also gifted at asking the right questions, which is not to be clever, no. This is why we put a lot of emphasis on intuition in our training as well. There's another module dedicated to intuition. Of course, listening and intuition are very much interrelated, deep listening. Um, to be intuitive, to be able to respond to our clients, to our student, in the moment, appropriately. Timing is everything. Of course, in our program we cover many aspects of the sound current itself, becoming familiar even if some, one has previous musical experience, it's always more to get so familiar that the, the music and the sound current is, is part of us. We're not separate from it. In this vein, we like to show students, especially those who have um, less musical training, how we can approach various instruments and sound tools in a playful way, and also at the same time an effective way. It, it doesn't necessarily take years of discipline, dedicated practice, such as you know, one would have to do to, to master the violin, let's say, or tablas. And that's a noble pursuit if, if one is dedicated to an instrument like that. And we, can, we can still add these other elements 
uh, leading kirtan. Yes, not all of our students are going to be kirtan leaders. However, again, regardless of whether they do that or not, uh, learning these basic techniques and tools for leading kirtan can be applied in all kinds of leadership roles, whether they involve direct application of music and sound current or not, or mantras or not. Kirtan for us is, is a beautiful representation of a community coming together with one shared purpose and shared commit, commitment to, to joy and, and celebration, knowing that when hearts combine in, in this space of mutual bhakti, devotion, to life itself, to, to God, however, however we perceive God's source, and to each other, to our beloved family and extended family. This can only <laughs> lead to peace and prosperity for all. Yeah, there might be some issues at times coming up. You know, egos can get in the way. And again, this is why the elders, even the young elders, <laughs> uh, if they have to some degree established their place in that community, of course they will be looked to and, and, and even expected to help guide the, the group through those any challenging times where egos get in the way. Why? Because the elder has been through all of that. <laughs> we know. We know what it's like to be an ego. I was an egomaniac at various stages of my earlier life. <laughs> challenging. Of course, one of the ways that comes out is challenging authority. Yeah, I did that a lot. Uh, it's interesting because it, often for a, for a young man it starts with his own father. Of course, uh, and teachers, uh, police officers, and here's the sad part, it can also happen with the elders, sometimes justified. Not all elders um, have attained that awareness that should come. But in, in my case, to some degree, and I've seen this more from the opposite perspective, I feel that a lot of young men today certainly just um, kind of rule out all elders as dysfunctional and, and worthy of their attention. <laughs> Unless, um, here's one exception, if the elder is dressed in a way, perhaps coming from another culture, you know, with the feathers, let's say, um, you know, legitimate or not, showing that he or she is um, a bona fide shaman, healer and shows the the wrinkles of time and, and gained wisdom. You notice that, that fascination, oh, this must be an elder, right? The appearances, right? appearances. And so at this stage, too, one has overcome any reaction to persecution, slander. So, in other words, 
one is no longer in need of approval nor disapproval. You notice that? When, when the ego is still in play to some degree, then people will seek approval anywhere they can get it. And often, as well, disapproval. Why? Because in both cases, they're receiving attention. And the ego needs that. The ego thrives on attention. <laughs> and will fight to the death for it. <laughs> and then the moment comes. Looking back, I would say this is definitely a, a true moment of awakening. Perhaps the most profound. Because it, it can't even be put into words, that the feeling. And the ego has finally been <sighs> dissolved more or less relegated to its rightful place as servant to the heart, the soul. The feeling is immense relief, overwhelming joy, <laughs> contentment. It's like coming home. Coming home to oneself, which is coming home to God, our true nature, our true origins. This is, this is why I feel now, because I remember the elders telling me when I was younger and more rebellious, <laughs> I'm still a rebel in other ways, but, you know, um, to honor the elders. And I get it. Yeah. It's not because I'm a, an elder, <laughs> young elder, because because it, the elders are the ones who pass down the wisdom from generation to generation. Sometimes at great cost, even cost of death. Mm -hmm. Joyfulness, happiness, laughter. If you haven't read Steppenwolf by Hermann Hesse, then I highly recommend this book. It touches on these particular themes of enlightenment and laughter, mirth. Perhaps the most obvious potent signs of self-mastery and even higher stages of enlightenment is humor, the presence of humor, laughter, joy. A master may not laugh out loud, if at all, yet the laughter is there. You can, you can see it on their face, in their eyes. You can hear it in their voice. And, and the words, how the words come out. Uh, I often think of Osho, because Osho loved to tell a good joke, <laughs> and he was good at it. He could always keep a straight face. <laughs> to finish up uh, with our first level facilitator training, we also cover abundance and prosperity, very important. Because to get to this stage of, I'm really good at what I do, it takes time, it takes commitment. 
and requires money to material support. <laughs> and there's, there's one of the real challenges is how do we support ourselves in developing our unique craft. There will always be challenges. It's the nature of the epic, the hero's journey. And if we divide our energy, our focus onto other things, things that may you know, bring in more money, watch out for that one. That's often it's a trap. Not always. Sometimes we need to work hard for, say, a year or two years, save the money. It's a sacrifice then. It's a true sacrifice. Right? We're, we're not enjoying that lifestyle so much in the sense that there's a purpose. There's a purpose to save X amount of dollars, Bitcoin, what have you, <laughs> with an end goal, very clear goal. This is, this is for a 12-month commitment, 18 months, and then... I'm committing full to my true path, as we defined it, my sole purpose. And still, even then, disasters can happen, all kinds of challenges. And the true warrior, spiritual warrior, sees each of these challenges as an opportunity to grow, see, sees them as another obstacle on that sacred path. Yes, he or she sees each obstacle, each challenge as a unique part of their journey towards self-mastery and even eventually enlightenment. Is there anything more profound? Well, I already kind of defined that. Again, we could say there are different levels. Self-mastery, enlightenment. But how about we replace the word enlightenment with enjoyment and happiness, true happiness, not excitement. Make sure... It, very clear understanding of the difference between the two. Happiness versus excitement. Not the same, not at all. Excitement is mainly of the mind. And of course, excitement can lead to all kinds of addictive behaviors, abusive behaviors, because it's not truly fulfilling. It's of the head. Whereas happiness, to find true contentment, is of the heart. It's nothing to do with the head. <laughs> Contentment comes from the heart and through the heart. Contentment is giving as much as receiving. And when we receive, we give. We, we give, we receive. That's the beauty of it. When the heart is open. It's, it's a never-ending flow of abundance. Abundance of, yes, love. We've opened our door and our innermost door to love itself. And yes, you may say that is God. Love is God, yes, and God is love. Grace. 
Grace is not a serious, somber affair. Not at all. Grace is joyous and, and funny, <laughs> innocent, beautiful, and spontaneous. God wants us to revel and celebrate, you know, all the <clears throat> most joyous experiences of, of life on earth connected to Source. And thus, the gratitude just to see a, a sunrise in the morning, for example, like here over beautiful Lake Atalan, every sunrise is uniquely stunning, especially this time of year. And uh, God is the artist, isn't he, she? <laughs> it. <laughs> God is the artist, the supreme artist. Yes. So we call it creation, and creation is not a noun, it is a verb, it is a constant flow, ebb and flow, creation. We are all meant to create as part of this creation, ekankar, satnam, siddhi wahi guru, siddhi wahi guru. So yes, with our training, coming back to our training, we, we emphasize creation in so many ways. A master facilitator has to be creative and responsive in the moment. And that's where the creativity also comes in so essential. Creative responses in the moment. And as well, you, tapping to that creativity with our greater vision, the, the long-term vision, if you will, yeah, this can come as we develop that third eye awareness. The visionary prophet within, we all have this capacity. And everyone has a unique way of perceiving and experiencing these perceptions. Seeing into the future, if you will. Um, and reading other people, this is a, a divine gift, not to be abused. <laughs> it's, a, it's a privilege. Yeah. So we do speak about ethics, too, in our program. Have to. So important. Especially for long-term success and reputation. Of course, there's no guarantee with reputation, as we know. Look at all the great masters, what they had to go through. My God. <laughs> so the great news is that our program, our sound facilitator training program here at the School of Nod, is now available online. Yes, we just brought it online during the most recent rainy season here in Guatemala. Our business here in person business drops considerably, of course, during the rainy season because... Uh, a lot of people leave the lake. So it's a nice downtime to be here and a perfect time to, to work on other projects like our online program, which we launched in September, October, with great uh, feedback, uh, great success. Um, we have another one coming up very soon, um, later this month. So this is a six-week 
Odyssey, the online program, we decided to make it longer than the in-person experience, which is basically three weeks. So we're covering the same material and over a longer space of time. If you have any interest, don't hesitate to contact us to arrange an interview. We we demand, oh, there's that word again. <laughs> Remember, in French means to ask. The French are very classy in, in a lot of ways. The language is beautiful. I demand your presence. Yeah. You're still free to say no. <laughs> but our demand for uh, registration, anyone who wants to register for this, especially for the facilitator training program, is to book an interview with us, either in person or you know, long distance uh, via Zoom or WhatsApp, Telegram, so that we can get to know each other and see if, if you are indeed a good fit for this unique program. Mm. I haven't seen anything quite like it. <laughs> um, obviously feel deep sense of pride, what Saikirtan and I both brought to this training with the combined for about 40 years between us combined teaching experience. Uh, it's just a joy to, to witness our students growing and, and really moving forward and having the kinds of experiences that we anticipated. Um, a lot of success stories already, so... Um, that's it for now. <laughs> know this. Perhaps you know it already, or you're getting a sense of it. Right? This feeling of, I'm really good at this. Often it's, it's one thing, or in my case, I could say it's sound healing. Um, and that can em encompass quite a few different um, skills, talents, such as psychodrama, kundalini yoga, various things that I've learned mastered over the years, having a very clear, this is it, I am this, and I'm good at it. When one has attained that deep knowing, it's no longer belief. It often starts as belief, and belief is good, it's appropriate in the right stages. And eventually that belief has to be converted completely transformed into knowing. I know I'm good at what I do. Yeah. When we're starting out in that path, the early stage, it's more like, I believe I can be really good at this. I believe I have talent, I have skill in this, uh, in this area. And it will take time. I'm committed. Because I believe I can attain self-mastery and, and then become a teacher for others. Isn't that the most natural progression? For me, part of, has to be part and parcel of the elder stages, that we are now at a stage where we can really teach. We have something valuable to offer our community. And you know, with the help of the internet, in our case, the, the entire planet even, it's exciting what technology can do for us when we use it in a, in a good way. And beyond that, of course, 
is the opportunity to become a facilitator trainer, as we have now embarked with our programs. Equally joyous, in some ways more, because we know if, if we're doing our job, then uh, our graduates are going to touch many others. As I described in my experience, I, I had the indirect experience of the Grand Master Namakoshi through my teacher, one of his best students, Mitsuki Kikawa. In, in, in my theater training, Tony and Louise, both excellent graduates from the, the Neighborhood Play School in New York, were able to transfer Sanford Meisner's teacher to, to me. In that same sense, this is the legacy you know, of true tr tradition that we want to pass on with our sound healing training. That is a lineage. <laughs> and we're all part of that. And we're creating a family, we're creating roots and wings to fly. So until next time. Satnam Vaheguru. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Satnam. Love coming.